Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show. I'll share with you another financial planning tool that may allow you to have another tax-free stream of income in retirement. Thanks for listening in. Welcome back to another episode of the Excel in Retirement Show. I am David Treese, and I am excited to have you back for show number seven. Thanks for tuning in. My goal is to distill a couple financial planning ideas that could help you excel in retirement. You can reach me by calling 864-618-4800 or by emailing me at david at clientsexcel.com. If you're wondering how we can work together, allow me to explain. I work with clients all over. If you'd like to learn more about how I can help you as your financial advisor, I would be happy to spend a few minutes with you on the phone. You can go to excelinretirement.com and that will redirect you to my calendar. And from there, you can schedule a call that's convenient for you. That's excelinretirement.com. I was working in my garden recently, and oftentimes when I'm out there working, it takes me back to memories of my grandparents. They had just retired the year before I was born, and I was the youngest grandchild, and they loved having me around. My grandfather was born in 1917, and he worked for the telephone company, and my grandmother, she was born in 1922, and she worked for 45 years in a mill. And all through their lives, they had an expansive garden. I'm talking about several acres. They had raised cows and hogs, but had mostly gotten out of it by the time I was born. But their garden, it was huge. And it was their passion. They tirelessly worked the ground all year long. And they studied the farmer's almanac to know when was the proper time to plant each of the vegetables that they liked to raise. My grandfather took the utmost care in cultivating the ground with his tractors. You see, they had grown up during the Great Depression, and back then it was incredibly important to ensure that the seeds they had planted had every opportunity to provide the largest harvest possible. They depended on their work to be right. When we're working to generate tax-free streams of income in retirement, it takes that same level of intentionality. We need to be able to depend on our work to be right. We have to study the situation and figure out what we should do and when we should do it. What am I talking about? We have to have a well-thought-out, intentional plan for how we're going to position our assets in tax-free vehicles. It isn't something we can just throw together or do a little bit here, do a little bit there, or at the last minute throw something together, or worse, after tax rates have risen 30 or 40 or 50 percent. We have an elephant in the room, and everybody knows the big elephant is there, but some people want to delay dealing with the elephant in the room. Do you know what that elephant is I'm talking about? If you don't, I'll tell you in just a minute. Have you ever read a book by an author and finished it and thought, I want to read more books by that author? Back in show number three, I told you about a book I read called The Majesty of Calmness. William Jordan wrote the book back in the year 1900, and I enjoyed it so much that I started reading some other work that he had written, and I found one book he wrote in 1898 called The Kingship of Self-Control. And it amazes me that words written 120 years ago are just as pertinent, if not more so, than they were when the author wrote them. Zig Ziglar used to say he reads the Bible and the newspaper every day to know what's going on with both sides. 
with all the negativity in the world, I think it does a person good to have some positive going into our minds, too. I guess that's why I enjoy reading personal development books and listening to stuff like Zig. The problem with personal development books and, and its content is sometimes it tells you areas where you may need to shape up. Let me read a short passage from William Jordan's book, The Kingship of Self-Control. When a man pleads for a chance to live life over, there is always an implied plea of inexperience or lack of knowledge. We know the laws of health, yet we ignore them or defy them every day. We know what is proper food for us individually to eat, yet we gratify our appetites and trust to our cleverness to square the account with nature somehow. We know that success is a matter of simple, clearly defined laws of the development of mental essentials, of tireless energy and concentration, of constant payment of price. We know all this, and yet we do not live up to our knowledge. We constantly eclipse ourselves by ourselves, and then we blame fate. We don't want to leave what we pay in taxes to fate. That's why we're here today, and, and we're going to talk about some strategies to help you with that. Going back to that part that read, we know the laws of health, yet we ignore them or defy them every day. The point I drew out of this passage is we don't want to ignore things that are clear to us. Hopefully, by listening to this show, I'll help you clarify some issues we have going on in America and make you aware of how you can be proactive in your financial planning because we want to live up to the knowledge that we have, and you're here getting knowledge, and I appreciate that. Oftentimes, it's easier to ignore a problem or bury our head in the sand, but we all know that that doesn't help. In this show, I hope to add information to your knowledge base, and I hope you'll consider whether it's appropriate or not to live up to the new knowledge, as Jordan put it in his book. One of the ways that we add value for our clients is helping them save money where possible, and we help them make their money last as long as possible. The elephant in the room I mentioned a minute ago is our rising tax rate environment. Many of us believe it's coming. It's not just a warning about taxes, though. There's another underlying rationale for spending the time to talk about this topic. If tax rates go up and most of your retirement savings is in tax-deferred accounts, that presents another scenario that I'm afraid some people haven't thought of. Can you think of what it may be? It presents the danger of running out of money sooner than you otherwise would. Because with higher taxes, that's going to eat into more of your principal. And let's face it, life expectancy is increasing. That's a good thing, right? By positioning some of your money in tax-free vehicles, you're allowing yourself the ability to make your money last longer. When we meet with clients, we run sophisticated reports that demonstrate when you'll run out of money based on if tax rates increase and what we want to assume they'll increase to. Tom Hegna, an economist, says longevity is a risk multiplier because it increases the severity of any other risk in financial planning. Most of our content here on the show is like laying layers on our foundation. So a quick recap of last week's show so I can add a new layer to our foundation we have to work from. Last week, I illustrated how it may be beneficial to convert your traditional IRA or tax-deferred account to a Roth IRA. Tax rates are at historic lows, and if Congress does nothing, the Trump tax cuts will sunset in 2026. We know the laws, and we are living up to the knowledge we have. We want to act on the knowledge that we have. So if you're in the 22% tax bracket now, 
you may go up to the 25% tax bracket when the Trump tax code sunsets or tax break sunset. And you may say, well, what's 3% when we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars? 3% can mean a lot. And many people have used tax-deferred accounts to save for retirement. Once we are reti retired or whenever we have to begin taking the required minimum distributions, typically at age 72, we will pay taxes on our tax-deferred accounts at whatever the tax rates are at that time. So even if tax rates just went back to what they were in 2017, this strategy of converting money to a Roth IRA could save you money if you get started now. I explained how doing a Roth conversion is beneficial. And why is it beneficial? Because once the money goes into the Roth, it comes out completely income tax-free. Instead of paying 25%, you're paying 0%. This will be particularly beneficial if tax rates go up to 40 or 50% as David Walker, the man who was the Comptroller General for the federal government, he's the guy that said he thinks tax rates will have to double for America to remain solvent. And again, we have to remember when we're making financial decisions, and especially when it, it, there's something to do with taxes involved in our, in our financial planning decisions, we have to remember that as a nation, America is $26 trillion of, in debt. And some way, somehow, that money has to be paid back. And the government only generates revenue through taxation. So let's talk about another tool we can use to help combat higher taxes, a way to have greater tax diversification. Many things evolve over time. For example, 10 years ago, would you have ever imagined our cell phones do all they do? A phone used to just make calls, and then texting came around. Then we started adding our email to our phone. And do you remember those terrible pictures your flip phone took? Mine was terrible. So the primary purpose of our phone, which is to make calls, sometimes isn't what we primarily use it for. Life insurance is similar in some ways. It has evolved to include several living benefits, one of them being tax-free streams of income that can be generated. This is not for everyone. In fact, some people will not even be able to qualify. Also, this is not a financial tool I ever recommend someone put all their money into. This can be a component of a financial plan that is working to achieve tax-free streams of income in retirement. So we want to fully fund our Roth IRA and do Roth IRA conversions. And after we have maxed that out or done as much as we can in that area, we can look to life insurance for the tax-free benefits. Let me expand. When appropriate, we use this tool to generate tax-free streams of income in retirement, but it must be properly structured. We're talking about permanent life insurance here, and you don't have to like life insurance or love life insurance to be into this con concept. You only have to like life insurance a little more than you like paying the IRS. Our goal is to insulate ourselves in retirement from the rising tax rate environment. We know what taxes are today, and we've been told what taxes are going up to in six years when the, when the tax breaks sunset. Why not take advantage of the tax sale of a lifetime, as David McKnight refers to it? The IRS allows for money to be taken out of permanent life insurance to be taken out income tax-free if done properly. The principal and the gains. I shared this information with a friend this week, 
And his response back was, I used to have one of those, but the expenses on the policy were eating the cash value. Structure these policies. If you use a novice for this process, it may cause you to have a less than desirable outcome. So how does this work? Again, we're using life insurance policy, the life insurance policy for the living benefits. When we place money in a life insurance contract, we're going to buy the minimum required death benefit that the IRS allows. Now this will allow us to maximize the cash value component. Now our money isn't going to sit on the sidelines and earn bank interest or worse. We're going to participate in the growth of the stock market, but we're not going to be in the stock market. So when the market goes down, you don't lose money. When the market goes up, you earn interest. This type of life insurance we recommend has historically paid between 5.87 and 8.38% with zero chance of loss. This eliminates sequence of returns risk. When we are setting up a policy like this, we run a report that illustrates the expenses, and they are on par with industry averages for other financial accounts. So let's transition to a scenario and talk about another aspect. Let's say perhaps you have several million dollars in a tax-deferred account. If that's the case, often I've seen in my experience that uh, people in this situation often have adequate income from Social Security or pension, and so their expenses are taken care of. It might be through a rental property or what have you. And so their money is just sitting there in the IRAs. And we know when you turn 72, you'll have to start taking money out called the required minimum distribution so the IRS can be begin taxing that money. Now, normally people put the money back into a taxable account like a bank account or a CD or another type of non-qualified account. And the IRS will get to tax the gains each year on those accounts. So let's say you and your spouse plan to leave the remaining money you have in your accounts to your children. Now, they'll have to liquidate your accounts within 10 years of your passing and pay the taxes. So this begs the question, do you believe tax rates will be higher when your children are paying the taxes on them than they are now? Do you believe taxes will be up in the future? You could pay some of that tax now over the next six years before the Trump tax break sunset and place some of your money in tax-advantaged life insurance. When you pass away, the death benefit, which the IRS makes us purchase, may be higher than what you paid in taxes. Do you follow me? You paid taxes, and it reduced your base amount of money. And you earned interest while participating in the growth of the stock market, but you weren't in the stock market to experience any of the losses or to have to wait around to make up those losses. Then at your death, the policy is going to blossom to provide a death benefit to your children, which may be higher than the amount you paid in taxes. So we can run illustrations to demonstrate if this is possible for you based on your scenario. Oh, and that death benefit that your children will receive typically is tax-free. So instead of your kids getting hit with a major tax bill after you pass away, they'll receive this part of their inheritance income tax-free if this is properly structured. And this, in my humble opinion, is the ultimate legacy planning tool. If you'd like to learn more about this, we have a short video on our website that briefly summarizes what I'm talking about here with life insurance. Just go to clientsexcel forward slash IUL and 
that will uh, that will redirect you to or that will direct you to a video where you can learn a little bit more and it's several minutes long. And also, if you have questions about retirement planning that you'd like answered on the show, shoot me an email. We'll try to get those questions answered on an upcoming show. That's our show for this week. We are honored that you have spent a few minutes with us here. If you have questions, feel free to email me at david at clientsexcel.com or you can call me at 864-618-4800. Thank you. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.